I got some big news and maybe, you know what, let's, I, I'm, I'm making an executive decision here, throwing out the episode topic. We're talking about this. They're wow. bringing the Wagyu burger back at Arby's. There's an episode right there. Oh God. Another food episode. That's trash. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll I mean, get come into on. it. We've only had two food episodes back to back. We can have a third one, right? We need to. It's a trilogy. You got them to do a food trilogy. Oh uh, God. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. You know what time it is. You know what drill it is. It's the you know the drill variety with Sam and Rutz. You know, that's actually a good question. What kind of drill are we? You know what? We could do a deep dive. Uh, That could be an episode idea. Pocket that one. (laughs) All right. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Well, one of these days when we're big enough and and when these people get into into the Discord because they don't have a choice not to, um, we can start doing... uh, uh, two topics and have people vote on them, which means uh, I guess uh, the not gonna lie, the whole drill thing might be a good April Fool's episode. Now that I think about it, <laughs> oh, ooh, ah, maybe uh, just keep thinking, that on the just on the the DL then. Yeah, just thinking, just thinking. Anyway, so this is this is the drill. We don't know what kind of drill it is yet, but we'll we'll find out one day. We are a drill, and uh, today we're going to talk about. Um, some Ticketmaster shenanigans, right? That's... Yeah, yeah, because we've, we've already dove into them once before, and now they're making even more of a mess. I don't even remember that, but I don't doubt it. <laughs> you know, I, I remember talking about, like, we have a whole episode about Ticketmaster, you know, pulling some shenanigans, price gouging, and, and um, I, think the, I think it's price gouging and then, like, you know, not refunding people's tickets because of, you know, COVID and all that, like, there's a whole ticket master as as per usual this is a topic that uh this is actually my idea um yeah, although i'm right. sure i'm sure that uh i'm sure this is on your mind as a possibility but i i we were trying to we were kind of sitting before recording and talking about like oh well, what are we going to record today and uh, i guess it's only my idea in terms of i said what about we record this <laughs> hey you know what take credit where credit's due okay but it's also this is yet another topic where I only have the most surface level of not almost not even I wouldn't even call it surface level. I know that Ticketmaster, there, I know that the Taylor Swift concert there was a fiasco with getting tickets. I don't know the details. Um, I have a friend who is who I think got a ticket to yeah who got a ticket to the show, and I and I kind of again in the periphery I was seeing stuff and I and I. Uh, saw a petition in my email to uh, go after Ticketmaster and, and crack down on their, you know, their practices. So I'm like, okay, this this is something we should talk about. And I know this is very much in your wheelhouse. So true, true, true. And I know how much you love taking down big business. <laughs> oh my god, that is just my wet dream. Is just that is, seeing that, that is what you live for. Seeing corporations fall. Seeing I I just the, the best thing. The best thing I could possibly imagine is seeing billionaires on the streets. That's it. That's it. 
losing everything and having to live on the street. Capitalism. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, so for those who are not aware, essentially what happened is Ticketmaster picked a fight with the wrong fan base, to be perfectly <clears throat> frank. <clears throat> so um, Ticketmaster, if for some reason you don't know who they are, the you know is probably the is the number one t- uh, ticketing service for live entertainment. Uh, they yeah. used to be a competitor with Live Nation, but they actually merged back in 2010. It should not be. Yeah, so essentially they made a monopoly of the live entertainment market. Like there are a few others. Like there's startups that do a few things, or like you know if you get to a smaller show, right? They don't tackle everybody, but like. They are pretty consistent. Like ninety five percent of the time, if you're buying tickets to a live show, it's through Ticketmaster. Yeah. So, essentially, what happened is um, Ticketmaster issued. They went ahead and did a pre-sale. So, if you were interested in buying tickets for um, the upcoming Taylor Swift uh, tour, you had to go ahead and submit like an email your email and your information for a pre-sale. And if you were picked for a pre-sale, anyway, so. So what, what was that last part? Cause you were cutting out and I didn't hear that last part. Oh, so essentially Ticketmaster, what they, what they do with most of these like larger, you know, concert drops, right? They, they start, set up a pre-sale. So people are able yeah. to submit their information, their email, cell phone number, whatever. Right. And if they get picked, like through a, a lottery, they're able to be able to access to the pre-sale. Okay. And even people in the pre-sale weren't able to get those tickets because there was such a quote-unquote overwhelming amount of people trying to get Taylor Swift tickets that mm-hmm. the pre-sale codes weren't working. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like I have a, a one of the girls I play poker with. She was unable to get um, Taylor Swift tickets even though she was on pre-sale because she got kicked into the queue and the queue was, you know, 50,000 people long at least. Wow. Yeah. She said, uh, she sat on the, I think she was, her girlfriend ended up getting tickets. Cause they were like, you know, simul, you know, simul, right. But, mm-hmm. um, she sat online for five and a half hours in an online queue and was that unable sucks. to get That sucks. Yeah. And once, like, if you were lucky enough to get in, right, mm-hmm. um, you had to be quick. You had to know where you wanted to sit, everything, because, I mean, the tickets were like sitting in people's cart and were being sold to other people. You know, not, not even being able to be locked in. Wow. So you're what you're saying is they weren't safe in the carts. No, not at all. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, well, and that's that's. I was saying. Well, mentioned Ticketmaster just kept crashing among all the things. Like oh, wow. the excuse was they couldn't handle the amount of people um, that wanted to come in, even though they had an exact amount of people who wanted to buy tickets because of all the pre-sale stuff. So, hmm. yeah, and I saw I did see um, I didn't listen to it, but I saw on uh, something on Twitter. So who knows if how verifiable that is nowadays? Yeah, but. It was an interview we'll get into with... that. We'll get into that soon, by the way. So keep your ears peeled. <laughs> it was a uh, 
an interview with like the one of the PR, you know, head of social or head of PR or whatever with Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. And they were turning they're turning around and blaming Taylor Swift. Wait, who is? Ticketmaster is blaming Taylor Swift for their troubles of trying to buy tickets. Oh. <laughs> Did I mean do they go on any reason why? Like are they are they just saying I, oh I, we're I, blaming I didn't watch the uh the interview. Because I'm wondering, are they saying, oh, we're blaming her for being this for being too popular? I mean, I, I don't I'm well. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, Ticketmaster does some, you know, shady, shady shite, as we've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, but it's like, Ticketmaster is just, I'm not going to say an abomination, but they're pretty close. How are they not? I mean, I'm not offending Ticketmaster. That is not a position I'm getting into. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. You're, you're, you're being uh, as, you're being as, um, as, diplomatic as you can be considering your uh your ties to the not typical ticket master necessarily but your 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 industry yeah okay here i i found a um an article talking about this the whole uh ticket master thing it says ticket master wants to be excluded from this narrative the ticket sales company is now blaming bot attacks and fans without pre-sale codes for creating the unprecedented traffic that saw Taylor Swift fans experience excessive wait times and technical issues while trying to secure tickets for the Pop Stars era tour. Well, I will say the bot thing is a big problem. I mean, that's that is a big problem. Um, and they're saying what uh, fans without codes? If they didn't have codes, how'd they get in? Like what? exactly. It says Ticketmaster then- claims its site saw three point five billion system requests on Tuesday. Hmm. Just four times the amount of their last peak. Okay, so are they are they just trying to say that like maybe fans who weren't necessarily for the you know there for the pre-sale, but just doing other things on the site? I mean, it's I'm 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 curious to know what their logic is. You know, just exactly. Just I don't like, know. Uh, yeah. Well, well, what's gotten interesting is because of all this, right? Like, I think if they honestly would have picked. A fight with any other fan base, it wouldn't have gotten as big. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't mess. It's like you don't mess with BTS stands, and you don't mess with Swifties. You just don't. So you think that if they hadn't blamed Taylor Swift, this wouldn't have been as big of a uh, uh, deal. No, but I mean, like, I just mean realistically, like, you don't. Are you, you saying like the f- you don't you don't mess with those fan bases? They're so big. And they caught they've caused so much like chaos on the internet as it is already. Yeah. That and it's like like with the Swifties, right? It's there's precedent, right? Including, you know, all of this, the stuff with her getting her masters, um, you know, suing her record label. Like there's there's precedent there that, you know, Swifties, if they mobilize, can get shit done. Hmm. But what I'm interested in, kind of, and um, this is this has made like this has been shouted out by a couple of other uh, um, people. But there's a lot of you know politicians and online journalists who are now calling for uh, the FTC to to investigate Ticketmaster, uh, mainly for their merger to try and break them up between them and Live Nation. Oh yeah, okay. Because there's no, because you know monopoly reasons and whatnot. Of course, yeah. 
And I mean, that makes sense. Like, I hate, I hate um, having to go to Ticketmaster um, for the, for to buy any tickets. Frankly, because their service fees are also ridiculous. Like, um, there were being people. <laughs> this is what I loved. I was um, reading like tweets and other stuff on uh, TikTok about you know people's reactions to trying to buy Taylor t- tickets, and. People were being charged like three hundred dollars in fees from Ticketmaster, saying, you know, like for their services, and they're like, "You didn't provide me any services. We no, sat online for six hours, and then you crashed seven times." Yeah, like, that's that, that's <laughs> outrageous. And and Ticketmaster is just a glorified middle person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't up. They don't. Their their services are some, you know, fat billionaires at the top, or just you know. Just uh, that that's their their services are getting richer. Making money. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. Or sorry, um what's that what's that thing from the WWE? Um here comes the money. Money, money, money. It's one of those only like stupid wrestling openings that I remember from uh my uh time as a WWE fan. Oh really? We'll have to dive into that at some point. No, we won't. <laughs> oh, you hear it? You you heard it here fo- uh, first, folks. Rutz was a wrestling fan at one point. Nope. Get out of here. We are <laughs> not diving into that. You just admitted it. That's not what we're here for. We're here for Ticketmaster. Next next week's episode. Maybe. No. So besides just you know downfall to the to the king, what do you think that needs to be done? Uh, but you got what I mean. Yeah. What I think needs to be done. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't, uh, I don't feel like I'm well informed enough on this matter or, you know, the workings of, you know, ticket sales to, to present a realistic solution. <laughs> and if I did, nobody should listen to me because I don't have that, uh, information. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, you know, obviously, I think I think monopolies are should not exist at all. I don't think there's any reason why monopolies should exist. Um, you know how I feel about uh, the obscenely wealthy as a concept. Um, you know, I guess the only thing that kind of bugs me a little bit is like, why, like, why now? Why now is like, why, why have we just been letting Ticketmaster get away with this stuff? And I know people have been upset at it for a while, but it's like, it just bugs me that it's always like, oh, when it, like people don't care until it affects them personally. And it's like, okay, well now you're going to, you know, I got, uh, this, this thing, this thing, kind you know, it really bothered me too. Um, I'm going to go oh. off topic a little bit, but. Oh no. Um, okay. And I'm not gonna like rant and rave because I'm just. Oh uh, yes, you will. It's fine. Go ahead. No, I, I won't because I'm a. Uh, I don't know. Hold on a second. I don't know why my monitor keeps going to sleep now because it used to be that. Let me just. It used to stay awake while I was in a recording. Um, I'll just have to move the mouse every few minutes or whatever. So, I remember back in the day when. Um, you know, when Disney bought Fox, I'm saying back in the day, this is probably what, 2018, 2019? Something like that, yeah. 
And I, I don't even know. No, this was before the podcast. I remember when that happened. And the thing that annoyed me the most was like all these Marvel fans going like, oh, we can finally have our X-Men, uh, like a proper X-Men, a proper Spider-Man movie into the MCU. And I'm, the thing that annoyed me so much about this is it's like, okay, so what's more important to you is that you get the movie you want than the fact that Disney owns like half the world. And I mean, I don't know, it, it, that irritated me so much that people were just like, like, oh, this, this affects me in a positive way. I get this thing that I want. Oh, it's okay. Disney can have whatever they want. They can take over the world, whatever. I know I'm, I'm using hyperbole, not taking over the world, but I don't know about yeah. that. Well, who knows? But, <laughs> but uh, my point is, is it just that, and I don't know, like I'm see, it's like, okay, now Taylor Swift fans are like, oh, let's, let's take down Ticketmaster because this, this. Thing that we experienced when like okay well, where where was all this before when Ticketmaster was doing these things I mean granted again I'm just kind of talking on my ass here I, I don't know the all the ins and outs of this specific case I think that sucks I that what they did um I don't know I mean I it it, it seems reasonable for me with the limited knowledge I have that they didn't anticipate the amount of traffic they would get from this pre-sale. So I don't know if this incident in of itself is something that like, again, without knowing more about the story, I don't know if like just the problems with the pre-sales is like something to say, oh, this was malicious. I think that's just like, you know, poor planning. Um, well, so a little bit more information. Yeah. Um, around this. So apparently, um, the biggest thing is that because, you know, Ticketmaster uh, dominates the market, right? Yes. Um, AO, uh, AOC, uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez is the one who's kind of leading the, the charge of investing the company into, you know, um, breaking it up between them and Live Nation. Just, just want one second. You are like kind of it's it's hard to hear. You're kind of going in and out a little bit. I can hear oh, you, but Jesus fucking Christ! Hey, listen, get some good recording equipment. <laughs> How about you eat a bag of dicks? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, so yeah, so you were so you were saying that uh, uh, AOC was kind of spearheading legislation to, uh, to break, break up, up Ticketmaster and. Uh, Live Nation. Good, good. Just to break up for market dominance. Well, um, that's that's some good legislation. Yeah, good and, and getting behind that after she she kind of uh, you know tweeted and announced it. There's an attorney in Tennessee. Uh, the attorney general of Tennessee um, said he'd look into whether the website violated consumer rights and uh, antitrust regulations. Yeah. Um, but interesting enough, on the flip side, there is a uh, an economist. He's a Economic, economics professor at the University of Chicago. Uh, this guy's name is Eric Budish. Um, actually breaks something down that's kind of interesting in my opinion. How, In his opinion, Ticketmaster is just the punching bag in the situation. That Taylor is also partly um, to blame. Okay. Uh, because how... it's typically the artist who makes the lion's share of ticket sale profits. Oh, and the artist she... plays a role plays a role in deciding how tickets are priced. Now, of course, okay. says um, 
it's possible, and Ticketmaster did confirm this, I've read this before, that used what's called a dynamic pricing system. That's what Ticketmaster uses. Yeah. It, says it calculates the prices of tickets based on the level of demand. Okay. Right, right. So in terms of like resales and whatnot, because that's the other big thing is people were getting the tickets and reselling them, right? And we're talking nosebleeds um, that would normally be, I think they were selling for like $99, you know, 100 bucks a piece. Yeah. We're being resold for 1800 minimum. See, these people are, these, these resellers are just, well, you know, you go, go listen to, go, go start from the beginning and listen to our, our whole pad, uh, podcast, our whole podcast from episode one up to here to get my thoughts on resellers. And so he says, also, according to um, Ticketmaster's terms of service, both them and Taylor Swift have the power to restrict ticket re- uh, resales and thereby diminishing the power of scalpers. Yeah. But neither one of them chose to do it because money. She doesn't care. Money, money, money. See, that's something money. that... All right, again, I, I don't... No, I'm just I'm just not even going to go there. Oh, come on. I was ready for you. No, it's just, it's, you know... I really dislike Taylor Swift. I don't, I, uh, she doesn't seem like a good person to me. I mean, again, I don't have a, I don't really like anyone that's popular. What's that? I said, you also just generally dislike anyone that's popular. You know, I would, because you're, cause you're kind of a hipster bitch. A little bit. A little bit. But it's, it's not always I'm sorry, true. a hypocritic hip, uh, hipster bitch. Yes, that's more like. That's not always true, though. I do. I don't. I don't hate things solely be, because they're popular. I will say, and I and when I was a kid, you know, I I hated Star Wars just because it was popular. So yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a <laughs> point. Point prove it, okay? No, I mean, I'm not disproving the point, but I I I I'd say it's more that I'm less inclined. Like I I hate something more if it's popular if I don't like it. If that makes sense. I think that's maybe a little more of the case. And I probably have a little bit of a bias going into something. Unless it appeals to me. I don't know. But, and it's not it's not so much the music. Because, like, I've, she's had a couple songs I've liked. I just, she doesn't seem like a, a great person. I don't know. Because I, and I, I'm judging, like, you know, obviously, like, I'm very, I'm really uh, predisposed to, uh, or I, I'm, I'm inclined to, uh, I'm inclined to really dislike somebody, um, based on wealth status. And, uh, it's my yeah, understanding. There it, she, is. there it is. She came from like a pretty, like, well-to-do background, I think, right? Like she was really, she was rich, I think, growing up. I don't know her background. There's so here, before we, you know, get too much off of on a anti-money tangent. The the only reason that I'm in Taylor Swift camp on this, right? Yeah. Is I think what she's done in her career is important. Because okay. not necessarily the music she's made or anything like that, but because of her big legal blowout with the record labels, it shows uh, her as an example of why it's important to own your masters. And I think yeah. because of that, that's big enough reason that she, you know, deserves a win in my book. 
Okay, uh, that's fair. What what is um? What what not, what do I mean? No, no, no. I, I I'd like to know more about that whole scenario, but I don't know if that's going to. We could we could actually go into that. I think um, you know, maybe not. This maybe not be the episode for it. But if you all want okay. me to go into a deep dive about that whole situation, uh, I definitely would because it's definitely interesting and still has some impact to this day. Um, but yeah, it's just it's interesting. There's like there's a reason why. I, okay, well, just to broad stroke it. Um, oh, you like your broad strokes. <laughs> there's a re- like if you're if you're a Taylor Swift fan, and for some reason you don't know about this whole situation. Um, essentially she got into, she signed a bad contract when she was younger mm-hmm. and it gave the record label, the mass, the, um, the sole ownership of the, the masters. So basically a master is when you create something as a musician and that is like, you know, your base that you can, um, you know, send out to people to get simulcasted in things or, yeah. you know, it's, it's basically your baby, you know? And um, she was able to get back some of her masters. I don't believe. I don't believe she got all of them. But that's why, if you go through her discography, there are multiple versions of her songs named Taylor's version because those are like ones that she couldn't or could. I don't remember the exact you know terminology here. Um, re re record so she has those as her own masters now. Yeah. So, but just for that alone, I think that's you know that's enough for her to be put in the wind column. That's fair. I mean, I, I think this is something where I'm trying. I'm going to try not to hate her because of her money. Well, I don't know. I can't not hate somebody if they have a, 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 um, a like a, a what's the word I'm looking for? Just an obscene amount of wealth. I can't because. I just don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me why you have to be a millionaire. You know what? Six figures doesn't make sense to me. And I know I'm probably being a little extreme there, but I really don't get it. I don't get why anybody feels like they need more money than they actually need. And that's just, I can't, I can't get behind that. So yeah, I, I I generally tend to, you know, uh, take issue with that, but it's not just that. I've, I've read things in passing in the in in the past, and it's I, I need to. I should really brush up and 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 get a better idea of what's. But I just get the. It doesn't seem like she's a quality person in general. I could be wrong about that, and I don't. It's like I look at this, and it's like I don't feel like you know with that court case, she did it for any other reason except for herself, and maybe not. I don't know. I shouldn't make these claims without really. Going. This is just sort of my general impression. So it's like I don't yeah, really your, see your general hypocritical impression. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't see her as, you know, this 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 great hero. I see her as someone who did Oh yeah. I, good... I don't see her as a great hero regardless. I mean, I'm just saying that she's she's someone who's like made I would say she is a modern artist that has probably made one of the biggest impacts on his like the music music industry in the last decade. And I think that's great. I mean, I do think like that, that is definitely good. It, you know, my, my feeling is that it was, it was probably for selfish reasons and not for, you know, I believe in other artists or whatever, but I could be way wrong about that. That's just kind of the, the sense that I get. Um, so I don't know. 
try try to keep myself as grounded as I can be anyway. But um, yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. Again, if I uh, if you want me to go, if you all want me to go into a episode about the whole um, earning your like suing and earning your masters and all that kind of stuff as a musician, I'd be totally down to deep dive into an episode like that. I think that'd be insanely interesting. They're not going to say one way or the other. You're just going to have to make that decision on your own. I know that. I just let it open, leaving it open to the audience. All right. You know, a little, a little audience interaction would be appreciated. Begging for engagement without sounding like I'm begging. Oh, that's so season one. Okay. Anyway. All right. Um, I'm just going to leave a, a quick wreck here. Um, since we're talking about Taylor Swift, I'm going to recommend um, if you haven't listened to her new album, you don't have to per se, but at least listen to her anti-hero single. I'm not yeah. a Swifty, but that, I, that shit slaps. I, I mean, I've been bumping it in my car almost every day. It, I mean, it's, like fun I, just to, it's fun just to listen to. So, Like I said, I mean, I, I've enjoyed some of her songs before and then like you know i kind of got tired of them because they play them a lot on the radio but um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I like i like the ones that are you know i'm I, i'm gonna call them the anti-taylor songs because they're the ones that like you know she seems i guess evil or i guess you could say you know yeah. um it's this is the more darker songs that i actually enjoyed i mean i can also just you know white girl you know get white girl wasted and dance to shake it off that's a different story but oh i, I never liked that song that one's annoying well you know what? So annoying <laughs> hey you know what so are you 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. that's it the right. the internet's worst podcast hosted by the internet's worst hosts <laughs> that's right all right i hope you guys enjoy this episode and we will catch you next week ciao See ya. Okay. So, hey, Brendan's out here. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. You know, we're just here hanging out what? in the ad break with you. Well, wait, why do you why do you sound like you're about to give the drug talk to your kids? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. It's, that is, you yeah. Don't do drugs instead. You we're, we're, cons- <laughs> we're concerned. We're concerned with our, our listeners right now. You're we know you're doing drugs, and drugs are bad. <laughs> don't do them. We're we're. Oh god! Instead of doing drugs, you you you, know, you should just like, rate, and share. <laughs> that should be your addiction. <laughs> oh god! Uh, this went off the rails. I'm okay with it. That is so. That was so good, though. That is. That should be it. <laughs> all right. All right. Make sure that yeah, needs- we'll, we'll catch. We'll be right back with the actual episode. <laughs>